Good evening or morning or whatever time it is where you're at. Uh, thank you for joining me for my personal pensive. Uh, I think if you guys have been listening to previous episodes, you know that I have aging parents. If you're new to this podcast and are just going from the top down, I have aging parents. <laughs> um, one has all their facilities, one does not have control over most of his facilities and uh, I guess today's pensive is going to be going over you know just dealing kind of with that and kind of processing how I'm I guess being taken for granted for little things and how we should value our health because health is cumulative Shit doesn't go to the fan all at one point. It's all cumulative. So here we go. So this post is going to like just sound like I'm talking in circles, but I assure you everything is going to be mentioned for a reason. Okay. So my dad's health is not the greatest um, and it hasn't been that great for the past, like, I don't know, seven-ish years? I think he was pretty okay ten years ago. And then I just, I think after the London trip is when everything really started to go downhill. And I don't know, I mean, he's had heart attacks and he's had strokes. I mean, obviously that's um, kind of pushed everything along as well because it slows you down, right? His heart is fine, though. It's all, like, mental and um, whatever damage the stroke did or strokes. We don't know if that last thing was, like, a mini heart attack or a stroke because it was never clear uh, to the doctors. So we don't actually fucking know. Um, Anyway, that was a couple years ago when I was still working at the barn Chinatown so I was splitting my time between the bar in Montrose and the bar in Chinatown and it was Christmas time because that's when my dad's birthday is and he had he had fallen asleep at the table I had noticed that part and I was like oh okay he's just taking a nap because he'd been doing that he just like kind of dozes off at the table <clears throat> what I did not know is that somewhere between them clearing the plates for our appetizers and them putting our entrees down he wasn't asleep he was either choking on his food or something he was not responsive because we when the food came by i was like hey dad move your head and he didn't respond and i was like oh that's weird i thought usually when he's napping he'll respond and then that's when everyone started panicking they're like calling his name nothing was happening room full of nurses Someone called 911, whatever. So um, that was kind of like a big deal. Um, I was taking pole at the time I stopped because stuff was going on with my dad. We were at the hospital a lot. We were sleeping over. Uh, my work schedule got kind of tight, you know. Um, and like people were nitpicking about the dumbest shit uh like at that bar in chinatown we like match colors 
and I wasn't matching colors because, like, I had to pack this bag, I had to change my clothes, like, everything took so much time, and then I finally went to work, and then, you know, dealing with all that, and I was like, you fucking dumbass bitches, really? Like, get off my nuts about this shit, my dad's in the hospital, go fuck yourself. Um, but I don't work there anymore. Uh, so that was like a big thing. There are other little things that happened before that. Parents eating at steakhouses, eating things they shouldn't be eating. So now dad's at this point where, you know, he can't really do anything. Uh, he has very limited control over any of his facilities. He can't hold concentration. Um, and... My mom's always yelling at him for something, which is really dumb because she knows how limited he is. And it's not like yelling at anyone is going to get any positive responses. I know that for a fact because my mom yells at me and I'm like, no, like this shit isn't going to work. Like change your approach. Like I'm not the problem here. You're fucking not making any goddamn sense. Like make sense and then we'll work this shit out. So, because she'll say one thing and then say another thing. And I'm like, you just said this other thing. You're not making fucking any goddamn sense. Can you, like, get your shit straight before you try to yell at me? Because it's not me that's in the wrong here. So, thanks. Um, But also, it's just like, I've been telling her to really think about what's going to happen if I'm not here to help you pick dad off the floor or help you when dad falls on you or something like what happens when no one's in this house like what's gonna happen tree falls in a forest it still fell whether or not someone heard it or not so what's gonna fucking happen she hasn't been thinking about it granted she probably doesn't have enough time to think about it because dad's kind of a handful but I mean, when everything was starting to onset, she didn't think about it. Like, this this didn't just happen overnight, you know? Like, what, you you really weren't thinking about this the whole time? When things started to get really bad, when the vertigo started showing up, when people were starting to throw out the words of, like, dementia, you weren't thinking about it? And now you're taking me for granted, like... Me and my time, like, I have shit to do outside of this house. I have shit to do when I'm not working. Like, I'm not just working and sleeping. Like, that's not how things work. That's the life you painted for me because that's what you did. But then I realized that's not the life that everyone else lives. That was just what you were painting for me because you didn't know anything else. So... It's just, it's been really stressful for me to wake up to them, well, to my mom. To my mom yelling at my dad for useless shit because I know he can't do anything. And she knows he can't do anything. So what's the point of yelling at him? It's not going to do anything. He's not going to do what you tell him if you're yelling at him. He's not going to, he's just not. So why yell? Why expend all that energy to not get the result you want? It's just really, really dumb. And, 
like today I had to help her move him into bed, but it looks like she kind of had that one under control, so she's obviously capable of doing things. But it's just asking me to do things last minute all the fucking time, not listening to what my what I'm saying about things and not thinking about it because I don't have a penis and obviously my opinions don't fucking matter. It's the same thing we were doing when I was 13. When I was 13, I tried to get us into family therapy. We went. I stayed in my problems and my issues. They don't listen. They don't care. I'm a female. My opinions don't matter. They spoke their piece and basically it was like they didn't even hear what I was saying basically confirmed everything I was saying, and we didn't go a second time. Nothing got resolved. Same problems. So it's just like, I'm talking in circles to people. Like, I eventually learned to not talk to my parents as much, just don't engage them, because there's no point if no one's gonna listen to what you have to say. You're just talking, and no one gives a fuck. So what's the point? So yeah. If you live in a family where your opinions matter, don't take that for granted. Like, talking things out to your kids, even when they're little, like, telling them the reasons why to everything. Like, say you don't want them to do something. My parents never explained why. They just said no, or pinched us, or me, usually. Even if it wasn't me who started shit, I'd always get hit. And so dumb. But don't take that for granted. Like, it might get really fucking annoying, but at least there's a dialogue where people are actually, like, listening and open. And not everybody has that. So, first thing to take away from this, health is cumulative. Like, you don't just get fucked out of nowhere. Now, cancer, I mean, okay. So, that just cancer doesn't give a fuck about anyone, anyone's family history or anything. That that's super random. That's like lightning striking from my whole experiences with anyone who's gotten cancer. Um, my experiences anyway. But as far as like like diet and exercise and things like that. I mean, it's hard to exercise every day. I get that. Um, but health is cumulative. You know, what you put in your body daily, what you put on your body daily, SPF, moisturizer, hello, you know, that all builds up positively or negatively. You can put a lot of shit in and on you, and you can put a lot of good stuff, good stuff in or on you. You know what I mean? It is all cumulative. Healthcare, um, family life, (laughs) communication or lack thereof, which is kind of what's going on in my family. Um, But don't take your health for granted. Like, don't. If, If you've been real shitty about how you eat and how you exercise or whatever, you can change. Start changing tomorrow little changes, little changes build over time, you know what I mean, it doesn't need to be like this big huge leap, you know, that's not going to be sustainable, if you're ready to change, change, but know that health is cumulative, and things don't change overnight, but if you make the time, it, 
it will change for the better, you know? So anyway, I think that's it for tonight. Uh, sorry. Uh, but yeah, take care of yourselves mentally, physically, all of your insides. Nourish your relationships. Nourish yourself. Take time for yourself. I realized I need a lot of time for myself, especially with all this yelling going on in the house. My bath time is sacred. There's candles lit. There's no more music playing. Just silence and the water falling down. Like, that's it. It's very therapeutic. I kind of suggest it for everyone. As long as you are in a place that, you know, isn't super fire hazardy. You know what I mean? Always be careful when you light candles. Um, but yeah, let's try to be good to each other and not yell at people, especially those who can't do anything about it anyway. And I'll talk to you guys later. Okay.